Coming to you live from the most powerful city in the world. Welcome to the Sideline Junkies. Sponsored by Anchor FM. Take it away, fellas. Week. I got Delonte, the mighty, mighty DR. How you feeling, brother? Feeling good, feeling good. How about you, bro? I'm feeling pretty good, man. Um, I just uh, let me ask you this before we jump into the show today. Did you get out there and get your bump yesterday? Nah, I didn't get a chance to. I didn't get a chance to. Well, guess what? Yeah, yeah, I know the feeling, man. But guess what? When I go. I'm 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 trying to get it at, at least if we can do it two times a month, we we in there, man. I don't care if it's Saturday or Sunday. Sideline junkies about to get in that gym because we we getting close to time that we need to be working on getting on the Knicks, man. They paying everybody next this summer. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm trying to get me a max uh, max contract. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to strike a deal too. <laughs> you want yeah. know something I thought about? I don't know What's if you that? remember this before we go on. Me, you, Brian. Lil' Paul. Yep. We're at Buddy Attic Park in Greenbelt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. And you, I, I mean, it was one of the first times that we all played together. And you went off. I Like, you carried us that entire game. And I yeah. think we left. I don't think we lost no games that day. And you nah. carried us the whole way. Guys was up there talking trash, man. So I had to let them know, man. We 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 was the squad, man. Well, nobody messing with us. All right, man. I, that was one of the few games where I actually all I had to do was just distribute. I just, hey, man, we gave you the ball to move out the way. <laughs> and BJ knocked down a couple. Of course, you know Paul knocked down a couple. I mean, y'all did what y'all had to do. I sat back and watched, man. Y'all y'all did the thing, man. Yeah. That's one of those games that I always remember. Yeah, for a hey, good times, man. Good times. Indeed. Now, speaking of little Paul, let's let, let, let's shout out to Portland, man. Wow, on to the Western Conference Final for the first time since two thousand. Yes, sir. And I'm and let me uh jump in real quick. I'm looking forward to the series, the Warriors and the Blazers. There's not gonna be a cakewalk for Golden State. I'm not even giving them the series right now. Hmm. You think DeMarcus Cousins will come back? Uh, I'm not sure. Now, if if he do come back, I don't think Katie. No, now I think him and Katie are out for Game One. Um, because and I'm and I'm sure they were anticipating a Houston series to go to seven. But um, I think if him and Katie come back this series, then yeah, I, I think that's gonna be a, a bit too much for Portland to try to overcome. But uh. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I think right now, Dame and CJ, man, Dame and CJ, they playing like a, a, another level, a whole another level. Man, they took, and they were down, and I was like, okay, Denver, come on, because Denver was my pick. I want to see the Joker face, you know, top team like the Warriors, and you know, Denver get put on the on on the stage. But it's Portland's time right now. Portland got eliminated in the first round. 
the last two years. Yep. And you today you got only 13 from Dame Dollar. In 45 minutes, 13, but he had 10 rebounds and 8 assists. You got 30, 37 points, 9 rebounds, and an assist from C.J. McCollum. Then you got Evan Turner. I mean, I forgot Evan Turner was still in the league until I watched Portland. He gave you a hot 14 and 7. 13 from, I'm sorry, I already said Damian Little. Uh, Cancer gave you 12 and 13 double-double numbers. I mean, geez, they they played like a team and came back and won it 100 to 96 to win the series, game seven. Yeah. But not to be outdone on the, on the Nuggets side, I mean, they put up a hell of a fight. Oh, of course. They, they, I, I thought that they had this series, but Portland, they had series three, the series lead three to two. Yeah. And Portland came back and won two straight. Yeah. I, I look. At the grand scheme of things, I look and I ask myself, is the Nuggets, are they missing a piece? And then I thought, no, I, I don't – me personally, I don't think they're missing a piece. I just think they ran into a hot Portland team. You know, the, you saw how they beat uh, OKC, and then they, they persevered. They fought back, and they beat Denver in this series. You know, so we're talking about two determined dudes and Lillard and uh, and CJ. So I, I think I think Denver they they're they're here they arrived you know I, I like I like the team that they have, um, still kind of scratching my head on the Isaiah Thomas thing but I'm pretty sure we all know he won't be there next year. Um, nah. from what I'm hearing, he might he might go back to uh, Boston because they're gonna need a point guard. But I I, I think yeah Denver they. It was just a simple case of them. They they just ran into two determined dudes or a team full of determined dudes. I'm not gonna say just them two because Rodney Hood played good, Evan Turner played good, uh, Cantor bum shoulder and all he played good, and Seth Curry he played good. They they ran into a determined squad in Portland. Well, looking at Denver, I I might have to disagree with you because I think they need more scoring off the bench because the Joker. Jokic, I mean, he gave you 29 and 13, and they still lost. But Jamal Murray gave you 17. Gary Harris, 15. Paul Millsap only gave you 10. Torrey Craig gave you eight. Uh, rebounding and another score is what's needed. Yeah, I, I think Millsap, he kind of disappointed me for real. I expected a little bit more from Millsap. You know, he, he's an all-star. Right. You know, so I expect a little more production from from him. So we'll see what happens with them in the offseason, but I can I can already sign a check and book it that Isaiah Thomas will be playing for another team. Hopefully, I think he deserves another shot. You know, um, he was dealt a bad hand with the uh, the bad hip, and he's he's only what thirty or th- so he 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 can still be productive. Um, I, I I say Danny Ainge, he he mend the fits and bring him on, bring him back to Boston. He should have never left out of Boston. They should have never traded him after the, how he carried their team. Yep, at this after the tragic uh, accident with his sister, like yeah, that was that's the business side, but it's the it's, it was dirty. The timing was like just crazy, and then mm-hmm. you bring Kyrie in, and 
He didn't do nothing. So now you about to lose another point guard for nothing. You about to get nothing for that. And Rogier, he's he's about to leave as well. If you uh, listen to some of his comments, he wants he's ready to be a starting point guard. He's not feeling in love in Boston. So a lot of answers, a lot of questions, you know, that, that need some answers this, this offseason. Yeah. Junie, how you feeling there, brother? What's the deal, fellas? Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I oh, come yeah. join the podcast until my mother start, I mean, until my wife start yelling my name. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that, I, 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 I have to say the same thing. We didn't start it off right. We, happy Mother's Day to all the mother, mothers, the, the mothers-to-be, uh, the grandmothers that have turned back into mothers. I mean, everything. And the Everybody. mother figures. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely shout out to the mother figures out here. So, uh, Junior, I mean, what you, what you think about this? You got Portland moving on to... Uh, the conference finals for the first time in, since 2000. Defeat the Nuggets four games to three. And then we got a game seven going on right now. I mean, what's your thoughts? I like to see Kerry versus Kerry, baby. Brother versus mm. brother. That's what it's all about. Even though this is a team thing, I can't wait to see he want to go off against his brother and show the world what he's made out of. That's Seth Kerry I'm talking about of Portland Trailblazers. Now, the last time the Portland Trailblazers were in the conference finals, they lost to the Los Angeles Lakers in seven. And they lost uh, <laughs> it's still it's still tough for me to talk about, so excuse me. They were up by twenty five and they wound up losing to the Lakers eighty nine eighty four at Staples Center. This game was over and done with. You could have put the baby on to bed. The mustard was off the hot dog. Whatever cliche you wanted to throw out there. But then all of a sudden, Portland went cold. And then the, the Lakers started to rally. And next thing you know, Lakers are going to the finals. But we all know what was the real reason that uh, <laughs> the Lakers won that, you know, David Stern at the time, you know, Portland being a small market, didn't want them in the, in the playoffs, so he hit that ratings button. Next thing you know, the Lakers come back. So if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong, fellas. No, no, I, I got to I gotta agree with you there, partner. I got to agree with you, man. I don't think nobody get that cool. So, and the only person that could hit was Rasheed Wallace, but – once again, the Portland Trailblazers are going up against a juggernaut. And if I'm not mistaken, they're the three seed right now, aren't they? Aren't they the three seed in the West? Yep. And they were the three seed then. And wow. they came they came out. Uh I mean, that was a stacked Portland team. You had Rasheed Wallace, uh Scotty Pippen. Man, you had a lot of players on that team. But only time will tell. Now, looking over at uh, the other game seven we got going on, right now, 
the Philadelphia 76ers are down to the Raptors 46 to 40. Uh not really much going right for the Sixers, I'll say. Tobias Harris leading the way with 10 points and six rebounds. Joel Embiid only seven points and eight rebounds. Uh not much coming off the bench. And this is the third quarter, so. As for the Raptors, Kawhi Leonard already has 17 points, five rebounds. Uh, I, I know I'm going to butcher his name. Uh, Syakam. Help me out, fellas. I, yuck, man. <laughs> I butcher his I, I mean, we, that's what we do around <laughs> here at the sidelines. We'll butcher your name, but we apologize for it. He got nine and eight. Um, Mark Gasol has seven rebounds, but no points. So, before this game even decides to end, what do you fellas think is going to be the outcome? Uh, you taking Toronto or Philadelphia in this one? I I got the Raptors, but I think it's going to be a squeaker. It's going to be it's going to be like a call or a clutch shot or a miss shot or a turnover that's going to decide the game. You know what, man? It's it's going to go it's going to go down like the old saying: they gonna win at home. Like they always do. Uh, if plus if Philly don't tighten up, at least make this a good game. Toronto can go ahead and close it out at home. Well, I mean, I'm 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 looking at it. I gotta agree with you guys. I think Toronto's gonna close it out, but everything we've put into the sixes the last two years. And thinking that the Sixers have arrived, and you know they LeBron's gone from the East. This, the East was wide open this year, and everybody thought it would be a three-team race between Boston, Toronto, and Philadelphia. Boston's already out. Toronto and Philadelphia are about to kill each other. One of them is going to die today. But the East is wide open. There, there is no top dog in the East. Until you found out about the Milwaukee Bucks, who came in like a thief in the night and said, "Okay, we're gonna take the number one spot." Whoever, whether it be Toronto or Philly, give me the Bucks at five. Oh, dang! That's that's geez. that's tough. I'm I'm gonna have to push it again. Push it up to six. Six. I'm gonna get- yeah, I mean Giannis, he he's he's next level, next level. But five, whew, that's that's uh, that's lofty, that's lofty goals right there. Hey, nobody thought they were gonna beat uh they they, they were gonna beat Boston. Well, uh, all right, let, let me. Well, how can I put this? I think most of that team they knew that uh. As the season was winding down, they winded down. They knew that Kyrie wasn't coming back, and there was sort of some sort of disdain on his part. And you know, he was quote unquote kind of checking out from a mental standpoint. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised because you know, they, considering the squad they had and what they did last year, but then again, I'm not surprised. What you say, Junie? You know, it. I, I got to go with you, man. Giannis, looking at the books, man, it reminds me a lot of the Chicago Bulls when everybody's stepping up. When Michael is on that floor, everybody's stepping up. Even the guys you never heard of are stepping up. 
you know, and that's how the Bucks remind me. Everybody's stepping up, you know, they, they know Giannis is playing his butt off and he's taking over and they want to, they want to show that they can play at that level too and help him out. So I want to go to Bucks or whoever they play. I don't care if the, I don't care if the, the, the Boston Celtics would have, I, I don't know, but let's go with the Bucks in game five. They're going to end it. Well, I can't be mad at that. I mean, I I think across the board, if I'm not mistaken, we all picked the Bucks at least to go to the NBA Finals to represent the East. If I'm, am, am I correct with that? You're correct. Okay. So, you know, we all in agreement with that. Now, what happens in the Finals, it depends on who they face. And I, I said it once before, and I'm sure you guys can agree with this one also. If they do play the uh, the Warriors, they have a chance to probably take the Warriors to six, maybe seven. But that matchup of KD versus the Greek Freak, that is right. That right there, I think that's going to go down. Frazier versus Ali. Magic versus Bird. Yeah. Well, right now, do they have a time set for KD's return if he's going to return? Game nah, two. Well, I, I believe he's definitely out for game one, but game they, the skeptics are out for game two, so we'll, we'll see. Mm, mm, mm. I, I believe it's what a strained calf, and yeah. He, and he's been dealing with strained calves for like a good chunk of his career, yes. And uh, BJ brought up something to me, I believe it was yesterday we were talking, and he was at home, KD was at home, he didn't travel with the team. Right. That's right. That's right. Now, That's I, right. I mean, I always thought that if you're under doctor's care, you stay home. But is this one of those rare times that, you know, he got the excuse to stay home while the team's on the road? I thought you traveled with the team. Well, it's his leg. It, it's not like if it's his ribs or his arm or something like that. If it's his leg, they don't they want him to try to stay off of it as much as possible. And they don't want him traveling, walking in the arena and all that stuff. You, you you just put it in in a perspective for me. I didn't even think about it that way. I thought about it more along the lines of trying to stretch it out. But I mean, these are professional athletes. These are not the everyday people like you and I. So I, I feel that. Right. Well, fellas, let's go ahead and take a break real quick and come back. We got some NBA news <laughs> that I I want to unpack this because. It doesn't make much sense to me. So, and I, I got a few questions. So, we're going to take a break. Come right back. Keep listening. You got it. Side, sideline Junk. Be right back. Just like that. Right back like we never left. Man. All right. <laughs> I'm going to set this box down and we're going to unpack it. It was reported almost 24 hours ago that Frank Vogel was picked to be the next head coach of the Lakers. But immediately after that, in the same line, it's saying that automatically Jason Kidd will be on his staff. When has it ever been customary for the GM and the owner to pick the coaching staff 
before you pick the head coach. That yeah, that's 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 question. I think it adds to the the drama element that is the Lakers. Uh, I think the one figure that I have to think about as far as like how does he feel, of course, is LeBron. Uh, there's speculations that he might request a trade or a genie bur- uh, bus in management. They might try to trade him, you know, to kind of try to like clean up some of the mess that was made mid last season with the whole field, Anthony Davis thing. Um, I, me personally, I like the hire, um, because because Frank Vogel, he, he's a defensive coach. Um, they showed a stat with when he coached the Pacers, they were in the top 10 defensive teams every year that he coached them. I think he was there for like eight years. And they were top uh, top 10. <laughs> all, eight, all eight years. So, if he could bring that same intensity, you know, and that mindset to the Lakers, you know, we might might see something. Of course, they, they need some spot-up shooters. Uh, it's Man, they need a lot, man, but you get some defense going first. You got the room and, and and the ability to do it, but this this is I this is why Ty Lue didn't take the job because they were trying to force uh, Jason Kidd onto Ty Lue. They was like, okay, we hire you. You gotta hire Jason Kidd. And with somebody like Frank Vogel, who has Laker ties, he was uh he when he he okay, this is. How his career went. He was the head video coordinator for the Boston Celtics under Rick Pitino. Uh, he did that for five years b- before being promoted to assistant coach. Um, he went on to be an assistant for Philadelphia. He left Philly, went out to L.A. Now, this is 2005 to 2006 as an advanced scout. And then he came here to Washington 2006 and 2007 to be an advanced scout. Right. So he has Laker ties. But when you have a coach who's one of the greatest point guards to ever play the game in Jason Kidd, I, I wouldn't want, you know, I'm not saying that I, I'm scared of Jason Kidd, but it's like having your fourth year player and you got an upstart rookie behind you. Every time you make a mistake, you're looking over your shoulder because you're waiting for the, 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 the hook to come. And in his case, he's waiting for the Turk to come and say, hey, turn in your keys and your playbook. You're done. And Jason Kidd's going to take over. If you wanted Jason Kidd, why not just take Jason Kidd? Yeah, exactly. It it didn't make any sense. That or I don't know behind the scenes if Jason Kidd was just like, no, I'd rather do this. And they still wanted to acquire services. I don't know. We just we just can't tell with the Lakers franchise these days. <laughs> Not at all. And I, I, go ahead. I, I still think Magic Johnson. I'm 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 highly disappointed in how he uh, resigned. Well, you you could tell it was a lot deeper than what was being said because when Magic was doing that press conference. And a lot of things that he brought up were absolutely, absolute truth. I mean, we've said it here on the sideline junkies. Me, myself, I, I, I've had a 
personal thing about it because it was always why are they picking on Magic? Why is it being said, well, Magic can't say certain things. Now, the thing he said about Paul George, fine. But when asked the question about Giannis, and everybody knows, Magic is the hot ticket. You want to talk to somebody, you interview Magic. Your ratings are going to skyrocket because everybody loves Magic. I haven't found one people, well, one people, one person <laughs> that doesn't love Magic Johnson. So when you do these interviews and you ask them questions about different players in the league and you find him for uh, speaking truth, they asked him about Giannis. He didn't say, well, I'm going to get Giannis on the Lakers and he's going to do this for us. And, oh, yeah, when he comes to free. He didn't say none of that. He said he's a, he's a talent. He has natural talent. And if he keeps working the way that he's working, he's going to lead the Milwaukee Bucks to a championship soon. He can do the things that I could do, but better. He can play inside, outside. He can get to the lane. He can dunk on you. He can lay it in. He can pass. He was giving him compliments, not saying that, you know, I'm saying these things so I can get him to become a Laker. No, he was assessing a player, and he was fined $500,000 for it. And when Magic said that I, I, I want to go back to being the big brother because everybody wants me in their life, but you could tell it was something deeper because he was truly hurt. You could see the tears in Magic eyes. And then it came out that he was CC'd on uh, 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 emails, critiquing his performance in a negative way. And I'm like, it's the first year. Like, are you serious? And then for, for Jeannie to be in, involved in it, I mean, Palenka, you can get rid of Palenka. He he yeah. was not needed anyway. You can get rid of him. But for Jeannie to do it, like, this man is like your brother. Your father considered him a son. He gave him a $25 million contract, 25 years. Even when Magic retired, Dr. Buss still was trying to pay Magic. And this is how you treat somebody that's supposed to be family. Shame on you, Jenny. That That's just my feeling. I, I see, Junie, you didn't step in. Uh, just talking about the whole uh, the, 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 the Frank Vogel uh, hiring out with the Lakers, but it's like they're forcing Jason Kidd on them. What you think about that? Well, it, it, it's coming to a time where somebody can't make the calls and the higher up is making all the calls when somebody can't make the calls of who they want anymore. I don't know what's going on in L.A. They, they, they even got the fans protesting. I don't know if y'all seen that. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I think it was like nine people out there, but yeah. I don't know what's going on in L.A. Now, Jason Kidd has – Held two coaching jobs, Frank Vogel too. Jason Kidd used to coach the Nets and the Bucks. And he this Bucks team that's playing now, he coached them last season. And he was fired in the middle of the season. And and you know, if you remember, Giannis called him and asked him, he said, They're gonna try to fire you today. Do you want me to say something to save your job? And he told him, No, don't put yourself in the middle of it. And this Milwaukee team was in a slump. They kind of broke out of it. But if this team wins a championship this year, 
that's a Jason Kidd championship. Just like when the Warriors won their first championship, that's because of Mark Jackson, not because of Steve Kerr. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I just, now, you, you know, they got Jason Kidd listed as the associate head coach of the Lakers. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of when the Redskins, uh, Joe Gibbs retired the last time, and Greg Williams had to interview twice for a job that he was supposed to be guaranteed. They turned him down. They hired uh, Jim Zorn as the offensive coordinator. Jim Zorn hadn't been anything higher than a quarterback coach. And then all of a sudden, you know, well, Greg, we got your offensive coordinator. Greg Williams like, yeah, that guy's not going to be my offensive coordinator. Okay, well, you don't get this job. Jim Zorn, this is your job. And just like that, boom. What was the foundation that was built by Gibbs had a crack in it. And then the water started seeping in after eight games. And all of a sudden we had to start over all over again. Jim Zone would have been gone after the second season, but he wanted to quit. His wife wouldn't let him quit. She said, you ain't made this much money in your whole entire career. You're going to keep this job. This is what it feels like. It feels like Frank Vogel is just going to be the fall guy. If everything goes wrong, they can fire him and promote Jason Kidd instead of just getting Jason Kidd right away. I would have got Mark Jackson. That's who I want. Yeah. Because now, Delonte, you talk about defense. Now, Frank Vogel, defensive coach, Mark Jackson, defensive coach, like, geez. But what I'm hearing is the reason why they want they so hard-pressed for Jason Kidd is because um, he has a relationship with Lonzo Ball. And LeBron James. LeBron oh, yeah. James? Super, they're super vested in, um, invested in Lonzo, so whatever they can do to help with his development and bringing a Jason Kidd, I guess that's a part of it. I, I, I don't know, fellas. I mean, uh, well... I, I just I, I don't like the way they went about it. I mean, but that's that's my whole problem. I just don't like the way they went about it. I don't either, man. It just it's it's just not like it used to be. No, I mean I remember at one point in time we had a, a bunch of retread coaches. Coaches is the same thing that happens in the NFL. It's starting to kind of sort of happen in the NBA. Right. Frank Vogel got fired from Orlando, and now he's the Lakers head coach. If I'm not mistaken, what, what did he get fired? He got fired last season, at the end of last season. Yep. And, and, you know, so he sat out the whole year, and he's back this year. But Jason Kidd, Mark Jackson, um, if I really do some digging, I can name quite a few coaches that – should be getting another opportunity, but they're not Jeff Van Gundy. Like hey. he's not he's not getting a second opportunity. Hey Vogel, is Vogel the same guy that coached the Indiana Pacers? Yes, sir. Before? Yep. So what has he really yeah. done? 
five years to the paces as the head coach and uh, let's see. He took over on an interim basis in 2010-2011. He was 30 and 28. I'm sorry. He was 20 and 18. And in his first full season, 42 and 24. Next season, 49 and 32. 56 and 26. Um, first one, two, three, four seasons that he coached. He made the playoffs. Um, missed mm-hmm. the playoffs. Yeah, he he only missed the playoffs with Indiana once. Okay. But the first year, they lost in the first round. They lost in the second round the second year. They made it to the conference finals two years in a row. And that was uh, 13 and 14. Then he missed the playoffs. Then they lost in the first round. Then he got fired. Uh, well, I'm sorry, he didn't get fired. Larry Bird announced that they weren't going to renew his contract because they needed a fresh voice. Okay, I got you. I got you. Thank you. Two years in Orlando, and of course we know Orlando ain't made the playoffs. I don't. I don't think. Was it? Th- yeah, this year. Yeah, they made it this year. I forgot Orlando was even in the playoffs this year. Yeah, I forgot Orlando even existed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! But I'm, this is this right here is a head scratcher, fellas. It really is. I'm not this. I'm not knocking Frank Vogel's coaching but it's like that they're, they're, they're forcing another head coach on him and I, I just if if you're gonna hire me to be your head coach let me choose my staff don't tell me who i need to have on my staff excuse me let me choose my staff exactly if, that's, that's, if, that's micromanagement already exactly so how successful can i be hey kevin yes sir where is Mike Brown? Uh, Mike Brown is in – is he in Golden State? Golden State. Okay, I'll take that back. He don't want to go nowhere. The last time <laughs> – <laughs> I think that was the last time the Lakers won anything was they won the playoffs with Mike Brown. I think they said 2010. 11 and 12. Okay, so, yeah, if he were to go to State Warriors, no, nah, he don't want to go nowhere. Okay. And, and then they, they brung him back to Cleveland. Um. What was the other? What's the other coach? It was Mike Brown. Uh, I can't think of another coach because Mike Brown's a former player. It's another coach. For who? D'Antonio uh, play uh, coach the league is also didn't he? Yeah, and that was a failure. Yeah. Uh, it's an, it's another black coach. I can't think of his name. Um, what about Dwayne Casey for the Toronto Raptors? Shoot, that's another one that, that another one that hasn't got another chance. But he went no, to he's, he's Detroit, Detroit, Detroit Pistons. Hold on, and they, and they made the playoffs. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. I'm I'm behind here. He went. To, he did go to Detroit, yeah. right? What and happened? About a lot of in, about a lot of injuries. What happened to Stan Van Gundy? They fired Stan Van Gundy. Uh, television uh commentator, I believe that. No, no, yeah, yeah, yep. In the morning time with um Mike Greenberg and Jalen Rose. He's oh, all yeah. And now that's another one. He coached uh in Miami. He he, he was the, the 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 head coach in Miami 
when they when they won the championship because I mean and that's one thing that's not on his uh on his resume is that championship from two thousand five because they asked him to step down and <laughs> they went on to win the championship with Pat Riley. I'll I, I'll never understand that because Stan Van Gundy gets a bad rap, and so does Jeff Van Gundy. They both get bad raps as coaches, but oh, that's four coaches we the name that deserve a chance and don't get it. Yeah, that's right. And as far as Stan Van Gundy goes, he would still be the coach in Orlando. <sighs> let me, let me, let me. I got to calm down because I was getting ready to say something. He would still be the coach in Orlando if it wasn't for Dwight Howard backstabbing behind. You know, going behind closed doors and saying things and then saying things when he wasn't around. And then when he was around, you want to be all buddy-buddy. You got that man fired for no reason because you couldn't step up. Ah. It's okay. All right, fellas. It's Sunday. Are you guys going to watch Game of Thrones tonight? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. I've never seen an episode. <laughs> hey, so, man. Hold up. Hold up. Hey, I just I, I got a question for y'all guys. Is Eric Spolster still coaching in Miami? I believe so. Where where is he gonna go? You're right. Now I got a coaching candidate that he didn't get the whatever happened to Brian Shaw. That now that right there. He's an he, assistant. I, I don't know where I can't remember where off the top of my head, but he's an assistant somewhere. He's an assi- he's associate head coach with the Lakers. That's what he is. He's a Laker. Oh, well. Hmm. I wonder if they're going to keep him. So far. But, I mean, he that's got to be frustrating. Because he's been a Laker assistant since 2005. Mind you, he was a Laker player from 99 to 2003. He, won, he was on the three-peat team. Um, he was assistant 2005 to 2011. So as a coach, he got the he's got five rings: two as a coach, three as a player. He went over to the Pacers from 2011 to 2013. From 13 to 15, he was with the Nuggets. From 2016 until present, he's back with the Lakers. That's a guy that's been mentioned every time the Lakers needed a head coach, needed to fire somebody, and he gets passed over every single time. I just, I mean, it, it's got it, it says a lot, but it, it that's got to be frustrating and it got to hurt. So, well, fellas, let's go ahead and wrap this one up. Um, I, I know you guys ain't watching Game of Thrones, but I'm so entrenched in it. I'm gonna go ahead and sit and watch it with the wife and. Listen to her, her, her holler and scream because she, she actually gives me the same treatment during the walking dead. So 
I'm I'm good with that. Anything you fellas want to say before we get out of here? Uh, happy Mother's Day again to you know all the, the mothers out there. You know, mother figures, grandmothers. You know, that's all I got. Junie? I look like we lost Junie. Lost him, well, happy Mother's Day, as Delonte said, to all the mother figures, mothers, grandmothers, aunts. I mean, even the big sisters that played mom while mom is actually at work. So, yeah. so all I, we salute you from the sideline. Junkies, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your week. Time out. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can yeah, hear you now. <laughs> I just want to say Pittsburgh Steelers first rounder. Devin Bush is looking good at practice, but let's carry on. <laughs> see, now, now, see I, I, I'm not even going to say it. Dwayne has to look good, too, so I'm going to leave it at that. But uh, <laughs> 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 Oh, man. Junior, you got me. Uh, was that your final word or you got something else to say, brother? Happy Mother's Day, 2019. All right. We out. All right. Hey, like Junior said, we don't do no overtime. We are out of here. <laughs> this has been another Sideline Junkies production sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show ID, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.